Stories are broken and fall by the wayside. A few days ago, uh, Viceroy Group broke the story of how Capitec is supposedly uh, a Mashonisa in uh, ship's clothing. Mm. Yeah, Capitec denied the allegations and the story is almost dead now. What was the real story? Where are we now regarding it? Do we just read these things and uh, supposedly just move on and hold no one accountable? Joining us right now is Director and Chief Economics, Economist at Econometrix. Please welcome Dr. Azar Jameen. Uh, what's up, Doc? Uh, good morning to you Good and good morning to your listeners. Uh, first things first, Doc. Viceroy made money from this whole debacle, didn't they? We're not sure. I mean, they haven't told us how much they sold whether they sold uh, the shares of Capitec and whether they bought them back. But one suspects that being uh, the nature of a hedge fund, uh, that, they, that they will have indeed done so and made money out of this. So surely then the credibility automatically should be questioned? Uh, automatically it should be questioned. I mean, I didn't know all that much about this whole issue, but uh, uh, when I saw what they did, uh, I said, hang on. All they're doing is trying to make a quick buck here. And uh, uh, the the trouble is that the regulations are not in place to actually stop this. And the uh, essentially the real problem is that you, in the past one hasn't been used to a research company mm. doing uh, some, uh, bringing out a report, selling the shares before that, and then bringing out a nasty report and then... Uh, uh, covering in at a lower price. It's, uh, you, you know, people may have done that uh, in the past. There's nothing to stop people selling uh, shares that they don't own and then buying them back at a later stage called short selling. That's been in place for many, many years. In fact, I was going to ask... Actually write, but yes. to actually write a report and then uh, cover in, uh, in the knowledge that that report may well have a negative impact on the share price and then to profit on it uh, is something new. In simple English, what is short selling? Short selling is selling a share that you don't own uh, at a certain price uh, and then buying it back, hopefully, at a lower price uh, and taking the profit. Jeez. And, uh, and it's allowed? allowed it's allowed on the Johannesburg stock exchange yeah. yes. no there's nothing and in fact it create it uh, acts as a stabilizer mm. uh, when share prices rise too fast to um, uh, the fact that there is short selling uh, tends to prevent uh, share prices from moving uh, to exaggerated levels so what exactly were uh, viceroy's accusations what was the angle what were they alleging They were alleging that uh, Capitec, uh, you know, there's always been a controversy around the nature of the business that Capitec is involved in, micro-lending. There's always uh, controversy around it because what essentially what is happening is that companies like Capitec and its uh, previously African bank, I mean, they're the two best-known ones, are micro-lenders, fill in a void that is created by the fact that the main banks uh, your uh, APSA and your Nedbank and your FNBs don't want to lend money out to lower-income persons who haven't got security, such as a car or a house. 
that these people can take over. Mm. And so you get these micro lenders moving in saying, no, I will lend them the money. Mm. Uh, the only difference is I will charge a higher interest rate, but at least they can get to borrow that money. Mm. And that's what Capitech does. Now, what Viceroy accused Capitech of doing is that uh, as soon as Capitech would lend the money and there would be a bad debt, people weren't paying them back. Mm. The fact uh, Capit- uh, Viceroy was accusing Capitec of then uh, lending the such delinquent uh, uh, borrowers additional funds mm. and stretching out the repayments over a long period of time and claiming that uh, Capitec then disclosed less to the market about its bad debts than was really uh, the case. And Capitec has denied that. Capitec says it has a very, very rigorous and stringent uh, policy of how to lend money and how to write off bad debts at a very early stage. And in this claim, they are being supported by the Reserve Bank that says that like with all the other banks, uh, the Reserve Bank keeps a very close watch on the balance sheets of these banks. Uh, I have had personal experience of it. They interview these banks every year uh, to make sure that they are solvent and are not uh, uh, faking some of their numbers. Mm. If the, the the Viceroy report has been uh, debunked by both the South African Reserve Bank and Capitec itself, why has it still had a negative impact on the shares? Aha, yes. Now, you've got to realize that Capitec, <clears throat> the clever thing about Capitec is they've built up so much confidence in their own bank mm. that it's not been just... Uh, the poorer sections of South African society that have dealt with them, mm. quite a lot of uh, wealthier people have decided that it's worth putting your money and depositing it with Capitec because Capitec offers you a higher interest rate. Mm. It, it, not only do they charge a higher interest rate, but they also offer higher interest rates on deposits. Mm. And uh, they've been getting a lot of money that way. And the real danger now is that uh, because of the aspersions cast by uh, Viceroy, mm. some of the confidence in Capitec might have been destroyed mm. and these rich investors might become a little more reticent to deposit money at higher interest rates with Capitec saying, well, you know, let's just stick to the lower interest rates offered by Nedbank and, uh, and uh, FNB and Standard and so on. And uh, that is why... and. Given that the huge inflow of depositors' funds into Capitec was one of the ways in which Capitec was then confident to lend out more money to uh, the poor, uh, the fact that they might now get less money being deposited with them means that they might also have to lend less money mm. out to the poorer sections and that removes all the growth from the bank mm. which has been at the heart of its success yeah. you know it's been a beautiful momentum that they've built up in that regard mm. so where to from here uh, do we like we do with many other stories kind of say oh okay it happened we'll move on with our lives i don't know what the uh, i'm not an expert at what the legal processes uh, south africa can take against uh, the likes of viceroy but uh, there has been talk about uh, trying to sue them over this, and I don't know what the what the standing would be whether uh, whether Viceroy has actually transgressed 
it's unclear whether they have transgressed any uh, international laws mm. in doing what they've done. And then going forward, then, do we look at such researchers in inverted commas as alarmists or gatekeepers? Correct. I think uh, Viceroy have done themselves a big disfavor. Mm. I think they've probably bitten more than they could chew. Mm. You know, when they came out with the... Uh, the allegations about Steinhoff, everyone accepted it. Oh, yeah, you know, this is now the people are saying, "Aha, don't don't listen to them." Mm. And uh, I think there'll be a lot of skepticism about future reports of sure. that nature as well. Great stuff, uh, Doctor Azar Jamin. Thank you so much for your time and for your insights, uh, Doctor Azar Jamin, Director, Chief Economist at Econometrics.